DJ, drop a beat. Not another podcast. 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 Those people are the freaks, man. They're hookers, so it's fine. James. Meth is a hell of a drug. Okay, bitch, it's on. Price. You know what really grinds my gears? I bet they're Brazilianaires. Samantha. Get out now or sting, get weaved. When we're really <laughs> desperate, we put our hands underneath his balls. Big Jim. I know my way around a joke. You've been shaving your own pubic hair for years? No, I've just been collecting it. I'm not weird. Danny. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing. Had an expansive bookmark collection. What the hell is wrong with you people? Not another podcast. Okay, guys, we got to say everything we had got to say in 40 Hurry. minutes. And go, go, go. Go, <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers. Oh, and now they took down the episode. Aww. Aww. Copyright. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We weren't monetizing anyway. <laughs> Guess who's monetized now? <laughs> Are you monetized? You guys? Nice. Two dollars. Woo! Nice. Because, because of all that polyamorous relationship stuff, you're now into. <laughs> Won't be involved in that until next year. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You got to get the uh, the legality set up. You got to write out your contract. And... Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's just between her and Ryan. <laughs> How the other couple. <laughs> this contract is null and void should Dwayne oh. the Rock Johnson enter the room. <laughs> Clothes will be mandatorily removed. <laughs> Do you like it's that, like that, uh, that reel I sent you guys with his, following his backside oh, yeah, I, saw, I saw that <laughs> well it's like the uh what is it um modern family or whatever where he's like she's like uh i'm gonna go take a shower you want to join me and he's like if i if the answer to that question is never if the answer to that question is ever no i have a gun in the in the garage i want you to get it and use it on me <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> it pops up all the time it's so funny so I want to share with you a, uh, a fun headline that I saw this afternoon. Oh, no. oh, the Kid Rock might have seen the nuclear codes. What? That's no, that that's might fun. be oh, a different mine. one. <laughs> no, the other thing that's, you know, threatening our destruction. Um, so <laughs> this is, is so great. So um, that's not the headline. The, the other one was funnier. Oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, the headline book ban backfire texas school district forced to pull the, to bible. the bible yeah i saw that <laughs> yes it's pending yes. review like all the other ones <laughs> but it's just funny that their stupidity caught up to them <laughs> here, here was here was my first question and it wasn't even about the bible it was there's incest in that book so they have to take it off shelves in this day and age why even bother banning a book I mean, I can understand like in elementary school, you don't want certain books available to, to younger kids, but why? Uh, to religious control. control. Yes. Well, yes, yes. But um, they to have access. the masses stupid so that they are easier to control. Yes. Again. Lies and propaganda. Again, yes. But in this day and age, we, we have something called the internet. Oh, which is so true all the time. <laughs> it is such a font of factual knowledge. What I'm saying is 
if someone wants to read a book and it's not in their library, just take a look. There's it's the internet in book. Then you just find it. And that's <laughs> awesome. Until the bad people end up controlling the internet and blocking that China. What? Or they convince <laughs> you that it's bad to look up, which is what a lot of religions do. That, oh yeah. Yeah. They, they brainwash the kids that they shouldn't even question. And cult leaders and MLM leaders. <laughs> um, don't don't research all, it. Just do it. Those, those are all the same. So I know. I, I, I know. Think, <laughs> those are synonyms. <laughs> we've talked about it's it. one circle. There's there's no Venn diagram there. It's one no, circle. It's, it's one triangle. <laughs> we've talked about this before, but I think it's high time it's that we, in the middle. we formed a cult, not another cult, where we urge we people can be tax to, exempt. Yeah. See, religion. We're a church. That's how Scientology started. <laughs> the church of truth not another church <laughs> <laughs> i like it welcome to not another religion where we're concerned uh, with your not another spirituality <laughs> okay it needs work but <laughs> <laughs> it's we're getting there uh, the deity is menstruata <laughs> <laughs> and the tagline is we have bodily autonomy Oh, that means- and then all the apostles are like dancing dan and like everybody else well, i was gonna say we're gonna have to make dancing dan a bishop so i submitted <laughs> that to uh the dungeons and daddies as a uh like a location name dancing dan's meets and tans yeah <laughs> oh that's so awesome we'll see if they use it he's got to like for some some year for comic-con he's got to put together a dancing dan's meets and tans costume and go just so people ask who he is and he's got to explain and he's got to do a little dance too <laughs> no he has to dance the whole time yeah <laughs> it's like uh was it the dancing plague oh my god yeah. about that that's well, so we awesome. give him we give him a really bad spray tan a la former president uh Cheeto. <laughs> and Orange he already slicks paint. back his hair so we give him like an apron we give him like like really nice like like 30s or 40s uh, men's shoes and like uh, pant legs that, but that just go up to the knee. Nice pair so of his, tips. his thighs <laughs> up to his his speedo are bare. <laughs> he's got a farmer's tan from yeah. sla- being out slaughtering. Covered in blood. But he's but he's covered the, in blood. He's got the the old timey um, uh, bar barkeep uh, uh, shirt on with the the straps on the the upper. I like it. <laughs> he's got suspenders for his suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> and one gold tooth for no suspenders reason. Suspenders inception. Yep. <laughs> no, it can't be gold. It's got to be like lead or something. <laughs> it's cotton. <laughs> cotton. That's why it's white. With the string. It's just like a watermelon oh seed. <laughs> Sunflower kernel or sunflower uh, seed shell. There you go. Oh, there you go. It was go. a gift from Menstrata. <laughs> the mole skull. <laughs> uh, it's a tiny little mole skull. That's funny. Oh, his two front I teeth have it. googly eyes on them. <laughs> I can see you when I'm smiling. <laughs> I see everything. <laughs> uh, we just invented his costume. Now he's got to wear. <laughs> You're welcome, Dan. He's Comic Con right around the corner. Yeah. And Halloween. Yep. <laughs> I need to start working out again so I can get into a red cat suit so I can be menstruata. 
Can't have a chubby menstruata. <laughs> she's always chubby after she's eaten her victims. That's true. <laughs> you got a little bit. What was what do they call it? That poo belly. <laughs> she's got the human meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> she's just sweating inside. The <laughs> but she sweats blood. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how it slips on and off so easily, though. Right. <laughs> what was Jim's character? Did we he we had a he name did... for him? Oh fuck. I don't remember. I just I remember he remember. he ran the club where everyone auditioned to either be a slave or Menstrata's next meal. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot of episodes I'd have to go back to learn his name. Oh my gosh. Nobody I'm that. just gonna ask him and see if he remembers. Oh, he doesn't remember. You can't even remember what he had for lunch. <laughs> can't even remember what he's currently doing. Huh? <laughs> Why am I in this uniform? Why am I uh, driving? I just remember Bryce and I were scavengers that would come into town occasionally with. Uh, yeah, you were the like, recruiters. Yeah. Fresh meat. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You got Didn't pretty we... mouth boy. Didn't we have like a souped up car, like a la Mad Max? Yeah, probably. I think so. But it was probably like a, uh, like, uh, it was like, it was, it was a Yugo. It, uh, it was a souped up Yugo. <laughs> no. God, what I can't, why can't I even think of the fucking name of the car? It was a shitty car. A 1988 Chevy Celebrity. No, nice. hold on. A Fiat, a Fiat 500. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It'd be something stupid like that. And we just have like this bag of people bouncing out of the trunk, just dragging behind it. You hear their screams before you hear our engine. <laughs> Obviously. It's like a two-cylinder engine. Such a good like movie tagline. Like you guys are the prequel, right? So we follow you. We follow you recruiting for this mystery place. Um, movie ends as we enter the gates. And then the tagline is you'll hear <laughs> you'll hear the screams before you, you hear, hear the hear screams before you see them. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm naming that the episode. That's the episode. Right there. Oh, it, they wouldn't even hear the car because it's an electric car now. <laughs> We're also uh, environmentally con conscientious. Well, yeah, you have to be you in the wasteland. I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna see if I can uh, build my own. Funny. Oh, there we go. Building price. Ooh, here we go. All right. Too funny. Starts at twenty-seven thousand. That's not bad. That's not terrible. Got five options. We just need more patrons. <laughs> Ooh, there's the our patron club. Plate. They have the pop. The trekking oh and it's like star trekking so we might have to just go with that one oh the star trekking plus i'm gonna choose that one um obviously we're going with the ugliest color that they have don't they have like an apocalyptic wasteland version or do we have uh, to do that ourselves oh we'd have to custom it we'll get a vinyl wrap for it we'll, we have to we'll get the strongest local. electric engine possible then because we're welding metal spikes and stuff on it it's a fiat it's safe man we don't need any metal spikes where are we gonna put the bodies we we'll let them, them hit in the, the floor. trunk uh, I see what you did. <laughs> don't do it again I like it 
<laughs> Obviously, we're going to customize the top. I, this, I know this makes great audio. <laughs> no one comes for the great audio. I want to <laughs> obviously I got to upgrade the entertainment system because we want it to be well, yeah. high quality. Oh, apparently it's what was oh, it? This one is gas. I, I want to see what this car looks. Oh, this is awful. Fiat 500. Oh, yeah, I know. I, that's obviously why it would be our vehicle. <laughs> but it does come in menstrual red. So. I Man, mean, you cannot customize the anything on this fucking vehicle. <laughs> customize the vehicle. Great. Oh, you oh, can't. I hate anything. smart cars. No way. <laughs> I would walk. Well, that's good. I could drive it and you could walk behind. So any of the bodies that come out of the giant bag, you can. <laughs> Why is there no. Where's the fucking electric option? There's no electric. Whatever. Fuck it. So fuck you, Fiat. Well, we have to find a place for Travis now. Yeah, it's what do you want to be in have our to. menstrata universe? But it, it's a privilege. Come on. <laughs> He's obviously the from menstrata herself. It is a privilege. <laughs> yeah. It's a privilege. Oh, and an honor. he'd be like the Herald. Boom. Yeah, there you go. I so like to play the kazoo. Menstrata's carnival barker. <laughs> oh, yeah, right with the combat, up. the suspenders, yep. and the, the bell bottom uh, the pinstripe pants. <laughs> yep. Step right Step up. Right try up. your luck. Yep. He he's got to announce like the court for all public events. Well, too. when she invades, he's on the lead truck just barking out. Yeah. Um, Death uh, threats. Have, have you seen uh, <laughs> A Knight's Tale? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. of. He's like Paul Bettany. He's like got yep. all this poetry to introduce you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, he was funny to me. Yeah, I th he was too, or I thought he was too. Um, but um, yeah, and just like these creative, like very lyrical ways that you're going to die or like could potentially <laughs> die right. or what happens if you should join our ranks. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry to get impaled Step by her right majesty. <laughs> he makes it sound like so much fun. <clears throat> And people are really <laughs> stupid, so they line up. <laughs> you guys have a favorite celebrity that you've met? Uh, that I've met? Yeah. Oof. Um, Charlie Daniels is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guys in Cold Chamber were awesome. Yeah, you guys met a lot of musicians uh jerry springer and uh robert england in a black <gasps> oh um seven dust nicest guys mm. you'll ever meet mm. uh ice cube ice cube was badass <laughs> you guys got all these big lists of uh fucking people you've met oh i've met um, a lot i've met a few let's see harry shearer was a class act. I got to dig up that, that picture. Um, <laughs> you know who I met that wasn't great? Who? Jared, the subway guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's a womp picture womp. on my Facebook of us. This was well before the... Oh, and I was God. like, oh, God, yeah. Josh Brolin was pretty cool to meet. 
Nice. Paul um, Bettany was awesome. He was talking about how cool my son was. Michael made him want to have more kids. He's like, this is making me want to have more kids. <laughs> Michael Bean's got a reputation for being just a, a, a grade A dick, but he couldn't have been nicer to me. Like so I, the, I sat and talked with him for half an hour and I just went up to say hi and shake his hand. And we ended up having like a half hour conversation. <laughs> so this couldn't was have before, been nicer. This was before they went uh, off the deep end, but Ezra Miller was super fucking cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. What was his? Scale? That was his turning point something. right there meeting you. <laughs> yeah. You're and the then one. he was like, fuck the world. Hey, hey. <laughs> what no. happened? This guy has a gun him. that shoots other guns. <laughs> <laughs> And that shoots more guns. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what happened to Ezra. Uh, I just saw an article today. Like, he, I, I guess he he came out and started apologizing, uh, apologizing and saying he's got some mental issues that he's starting to deal with. And I'm like, fucking duh. Yeah. <laughs> Felicia Day was really fucking cool. Oh, you? yeah. Felicia oh, Day was she's amazing. Awesome. Um. Yeah, we kind of took her by surprise. John Barrowman could not have been more fun. Um, dude was dressed up as like a female Captain America. <laughs> it was <laughs> great. Um, who were the worst? Who were the worst? Uh, Uba Stank. <laughs> they were really rude. Um, I don't think I've ever... Uba Stank sang like axe body spray smells yes absolutely and they acted like someone who would yeah. wear axe body spray yeah you are right on the nose uh, they probably did wear axe body spray I i'm didn't, sure they did Hoopa stank brought to you by axe body spray i didn't yep. meet them that's the personally, stank. but i heard the guys in saliva were complete asshats oh uh and that, that's that same like vein though yeah like all those guys are very similar to me uh, Richard Simmons, fucking really, asshole. really, just a prick. no. Oh my god, just an arrogant fucking prick. And that makes then, me sad. Weird Al. <laughs> I can tell you the ones that made me feel uncomfortable, in in a good way, but <laughs> it was awkward. Still, uh, the Gordos. Oh, Jane Weedman and um, uh, the drummer whose name uh. I'm blanking. Uh, Gina Shock, I think. Who are these? Who? Uh, the Go Go's. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, uh, they had come from a station uh, where uh, apparently the DJ had uh, shown them his butt, and they took one look at me and kind of smiled and asked if I would show them my butt. And I was <laughs> in radio all of two months at that point. <laughs> Welcome to the industry. It was like. I'm honored and your yet skivvies, boy. Skeeved? <laughs> Porn star Christy Canyon was really nice. She ate a Reese's peanut butter cup out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't the only reason that you remember her as nice. <laughs> no, she was genuinely really nice, too. I know. Just kidding. Uh... Look at that far away look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Memories. <laughs> uh yeah we've i mean there's been a lot of we've met a lot of them uh jason momoa complimented my shirt so that was pretty cool he was listening to fucking uh was he listening to slayer and pantera and stuff when he was doing his photos i met lady gaga before she like right before she became huge 
Yeah. Like literally weeks before. Uh, and she was the tiniest little thing. And I had no idea who she was. But <laughs> I, w- I was passing her in the station hall and we said hi. And and uh, a few weeks later, I saw her video and went, hey, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> I met her. <laughs> we had um, a country singer. She- oh, God. There's so many of them. But like think, think like early 2000s up to 2010. Like who was really big then? I always forget who it is. But solo country star. Came into the radio station. High as fuck. <laughs> super nice, super chill, but like. Well, they're high, like, of course. <laughs> he, But like, he kept going the wrong direction places. And like, we kept having to guide him to where he needed to go. And like, it was just like, you're going to be okay. <laughs> you guys remember the 90s singer Sophie B. Hawkins? Yes. So mm-hmm. we had her in studio just as she was on her up climb for her one hit wonder. And she was so high at eight o'clock in the morning. (laughs) We brought her through the station. And for some reason, she saw our recycle bins and she was fascinated by them. And literally (laughs) like was just standing there staring at these recycling bins until we led her to the studio. Yeah. Did you have to drag the cans to get her there? We'll we'll bring them with us. They have wheels. It's okay, Sophie. Come on. So I wasn't there for this, but I heard this story. Um, I worked for a guy who literally scared the shit out of Taylor Swift just as she was breaking. So her first (laughs) album had dropped and she was doing like the radio tour and she came to Portland. Well, the country station was right next to the AM talk station and uh the host of the am talk station and his co-host slash producer uh when they would go to commercial we had a, a bathroom right across from the studio and she would usually go in there and their game was whoever went in the bathroom the other one would bang on the wall or bang on the door and scare oh them. no no one saw taylor swift go in there so they go on break and the producer goes to the break room well the host Uh thinks she goes to the bathroom goes and just smacks on the door as loud as he can and a few minutes later taylor swift walks out just looking ready to cry and he had to go on the air during their next on the country station during their next break to apologize and explain him (laughs) oh my gosh it was the greatest i came in uh, about an hour after the whole thing happened and he was still mortified they had talked about it on the air and everything and he was mortified <laughs> was like, i'm so sorry i caught the later bus oh <laughs> uh, that's funny she never came back to portland <laughs> <laughs> scared her away permanently well, we had, at um... least it wasn't like the guy who uh the dj who grabbed her ass and she ended up suing Heck yeah. (laughs) See that motherfucker. (laughs) We had one of the being like overseas, uh, MWR doesn't always have the like the humongous stars don't always come out to those tours, which is fine, especially like those can be really long tours. It's worldwide, whatever. So um, we had uh, Sean Paul come out and his he interviewing him was a lot of fun he was very much just like his music like how he talks it's just he was a lot of fun but um we pre-recorded that interview and then when we aired it because we normally do them live 
But when we aired it, we had people rushing to the radio station trying to catch him <laughs> on his way out. And we were like, he He's went out here. the back. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I just like I had never his experienced that before. Yeah, had, <laughs> you heard that. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> we had this was the most disappointing day of my radio career. Hmm. Uh, we had Ozzy Osbourne uh, come into the station. We had no idea he was in town or anything. Apparently, he was traveling around, just stopping at radio stations, rock radio stations, and nice. just doing interviews. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't on tour. He didn't have an album. He was just talking. So we we all hear day of, like an hour before he shows up, that Ozzy is coming, and everyone freaked out. And I'm in that day, and I'm doing my stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to get a picture with Ozzy. This is going to be awesome. Um, and then, um, <laughs> fucking, uh, he gets done with his interview. He's taking pictures. I'm in line to get a picture. And I hear over the intercom that, uh, one of my weekend co-hosts who actually pays me out of his own pocket to do his show needs me on the phone. And I'm like, Ozzy, man. Tell him I'll call him back. And so I, I I didn't get a picture with Ozzy, but I did get to see him. And, and I was shocked at what a little tiny old man he was. <laughs> Apparently he smells fantastic. So That's good. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I never let him hear the end of it. Every time I see him, I'm like, Hey, remember when you called and I didn't get to meet Ozzy? <laughs> Fun times. You'll never live that down. Uh, when we met uh, Tom Hiddleston, uh, one of his stalkers was apparently there. So he was a little distracted. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There was security all over and you could hear him like talking and stuff. And he's just kind of like looking around, like keeping oh, an eye oh. out. I'm like, Poor guy. We're like, what the fuck is going I'm on? I'm ashamed that, we, that I forgot about this. We but overheard my it. Absolute favorite celebrity encounter ever. I was 17 years old. I got backstage Metallica. at Metallica on the Black Tour, and James Hetfield gave me the rest of his core silver bullet. And he didn't wow. say it. That's amazing. <laughs> and Did you I'm know? Se- I'm 17, and I'm like, well, Hetfield gives you a beer. You're obligated you to finish it, it even you if you're like it. five. <laughs> <laughs> Here, kid. So. I mean, I'm questioning his thought process giving a five year old a beer. <laughs> I can understand, wow. but <laughs> it's Coors Light. It's not really beer. Basically, <laughs> water. water. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that same that that same night, I uh, I, I was with uh, my buddies. We were all backstage, and one of them was a bass player who adored Newstead, was like the biggest Jason Newstead fan ever. And we're all sitting at this round table, and he's got his head down, and he's just like talking about how cool it will be to meet Jason. And Jason Newstead walks in and sits down right next to him, and goes, "Would it really be that awesome?" The guy looks up and just froze like deer in the headlights eyes as big as plays and could not talk and jason's patting him on the back and having a good time and this guy's just like <gasps> <laughs> mortified <laughs> 
So oh. with um, the resurgence of, I mean, Metallica's popularity is never really like, I would say never truly went away, but with Stranger Things and Master mm-hmm. Puppets, you know, all that stuff, like there's that whole new resurgence of all the younger kids. Yeah, people are discovering Metallica. Are rediscovering Metallica yeah. uh, for that generation. And now they're trying to quote, cancel Metallica because they're reading up on the history of the band and some of like the dumb shit that they kind of did. They don't remember Napster and all that stuff. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, Metallica's dumb. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you weren't even born yet. You, <laughs> like, it, you don't it, know it, the fucking story. I'm like, shut it up. impacts you in no way. <laughs> just enjoy the music. <laughs> My God. <laughs> the good half <laughs> their career. Yeah. Dude, look, every there's not a single band out there who can claim oh, we've never done anything wrong. Yeah. You know, everyone has Not fucking a tour stories. person out there. Yeah. Uh, the Osmonds. No, the Osmonds probably have the biggest skeletons in their closet. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty Mormon. <laughs> Again, biggest skeletons in their closet. Nah, but it's protected Jackson by their five, religion. Sure. Yep. Yeah. They got away with a lot because it was protected <laughs> and they were protected. So, but yeah, I mean, come on. I, I guarantee you, you, you name any band and you're going to find something horrible in their history. So whether it was on record or not, that's a different story, but I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that they're all like, oh, we need to cancel them. <laughs> Stop. Good luck. Right? Good luck, guys. Right? I'm like, what is that going to do? Cancel Metallica. You'd have, a, you'd have a better chance canceling anything else. A tiger yeah. with a tiger. With another tiger. <laughs> That's where my mind was. Like, I had something and then. Now it's a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a tiger tries to cancel another tiger. <laughs> I'm a tiger. <laughs> I'm a tiger. <laughs> uh, okay, we're gonna take a short pause, and I'll get. I'll send you a new meeting link. Woo! Yay! We'll continue Bye. on the other side after these messages. Excuse me. Ah, who are you? How did you get in my house? The window on the second floor, but that's not important. What is important is that I noticed how clean your kitchen seems to be. What do you mean, seems to be? I spent two hours in there this morning cleaning with the most expensive cleansers and everything. That kitchen is spotless. You could eat right off the floor. Yes, you really did do a fine job in there, but... Are you willing to bet your family's life on its cleanliness? What are you talking about? New studies have proven that the kitchen is the germiest place in the entire house. And even the most powerful detergents and solvents can't really kill every last microbe, virus, or parasite. They thrive in the really hard-to-reach places, multiplying and growing, biding their time until they're strong enough to wipe you, your family, the neighborhood, and then, because the Johnsons still took that vacation to London, it spreads across the two continents until it has wiped out more people off the planet than the Black Plague and Ebola combined, all because of you, Becky. Because of me? 
That's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Really? Because your nose just started bleeding, Becky. What? <laughs> no, but it might if you keep cleaning the same old germy way. W what can I do? You can try using... Ignisol. Igno what now? What is that? It's a new scientific breakthrough in domestic sanitation technology. It uses military-grade accelerants with a patented easy-to-spray-on delivery system. Just spray it anywhere, on virtually any surface, and let it work. You won't even need to use those disgusting sponges or towels where germs can thrive. Germs that can be traced back to you, Becky. It sort of looks like a flamethrower. <laughs> You're not the first one to make that comparison, Becky. Ignisol was designed with the very same specifications as a flamethrower. Because it is a flamethrower. And this is germ warfare. What? Let's demonstrate. No! All those germs are being cleansed right before your very eyes, Becky. Cleansed in the fires of righteousness. Now how much would you pay? My kitchen is on fire! That's just ignites all at work. Ah, you can, <coughs> you can even smell <coughs> how powerful it is. <coughs> That's a germ-free kitchen. Are you out of your mind? You can't... <coughs> Just go and light people's houses on fire. Becky, of course I can. I just did. Ignisol. <laughs> Isn't your family worth it? Who are you talking to? I don't know. I, I think it's the smoke inhalation. Ignisol. <laughs> Ask for it by name. So before the break, we were talking about canceling Metallica. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then bryce brought up that uh you met chris you met captain america you did i've met it. a lot of people how many of the avengers have you met? um let's see like the actual avengers uh just two uh sebastian stan and chris evans well uh, three elizabeth olsen mm -hmm. Zoe Saldana. So I guess four. And then we met um, uh, fucking Josh Brolin. Mm -hmm. uh, Thanos himself. Yep. Yeah. He's super fucking cool. Of course he is. I've heard um, good things about him. Like, yeah. and uh, you know, people have met him. I know there's like this whole TikTok trend um, where people talk about, you know, their celebrity encounters, good and bad. So, yeah, and he's always on the positive side. He's Travis, funny. He, he was goofy in our picture. He's like, <laughs> let me pull it up. Travis and I want to meet Jason Momoa that. so we can do a side-by-side -side picture <laughs> with Momoa. So we'll have Jason Momoa and Jason Samoa. Yeah. I want to <laughs> dress just like him, but eating Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> shit in my beard. <laughs> you got to wear like a cabbie's hat or something because he's, yeah. he's almost always got that like leather cap on yep yeah a big fur coat yeah <laughs> <laughs> and carry a tomahawk for some reason but it's got to be in the yeah. middle of summer so you're just yeah, your ass yeah. Off. <laughs> so it shows up on camera Will. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. how he dresses in menstruatus court <laughs> <laughs> he's always Stop stealing his uniform <laughs> that's his name he will be known as jason samoa court court barker, court barker. 
So since we are in cancel culture, what what would what would you guys if we could cancel anything? What will we cancel? What would you Karen's. guys cancel? Yeah, Karens. Jeez. Have you so have you really had a run in with a Karen though? I, you know, okay. So here's the thing. You personally? No, personally, I, no. Well, a actually, true Karen. yes, I have. I have uh, at Disneyland, and she was the worst. Um. We were in line waiting for food, and uh, this lady just started bitching on her phone that they were taking forever for her order. She had she'd ordered after us, and she was just bitching and complaining. And I was just sitting there going, "Lady, we're at a theme park. There are thousands of people, and it's like fast food. You're not waiting for a world class meal here." So, um, I just don't like rude people, uh, especially people who are rude to people like who work in the service industry and shit like that. Uh, it just bugs me. What's it like? What more specifically, like, what would you cancel? Like who is there a specific person or group of people? Mm. Like, um, the (laughs) first thing that came to my mind is, is, uh, the Shapiro's Ben and his sister. Oh Yeah. Classic, yeah. classically, and- Joe Rogan. I'd cancel yeah. uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh yeah, I hate that guy. Can we cancel? Just cancel Fox News in general. What about you, Travis? It, but it's so difficult. I mean, I, I everything that you brought up, I agree with. But it was such low hanging fruit. It was like, yeah, it is. Well, of course, these are all the things that we. <laughs> we might um, all the things that would make our society better. I hate all of this in this world. So um, <laughs> cancel all the things. Cancel Earth. Everything. Yep. Giant meter uh, twenty twenty four. Cancel the South. Um, yeah. A family vlog channels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, okay. I know what I want to cancel. I want to cancel fucking commercials on streaming services. Yes! That was not the deal. That was the (laughs) whole point of a streaming service. Subscription only. Don't start fucking sneaking commercials in and then, well, you can go commercial free, but it's going to cost you more. Yeah. Fuck you. We like to double because we love capitalism. So that's what I would like to cancel is fucking commercials on streaming services i agree with that unless it's free if it's a free service i get it that's how you're making your money that's why it's free to me that's the inconvenience but if i'm subscribing and now you start introducing commercials you better be giving me a kickback my price better start dropping based off your sales dicks (laughs) (laughs) that's what i want to cancel that's a good choice uh And Nickelback. It's <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> Again, low-hanging fruit. I didn't want to throw it out there, but <laughs> yes, you did. I was compelled to. So. Oh man. Now we're, uh, we're all hard thinking hard. Like what? Yes. What really annoys us that we'd like to cancel? I would like to cancel the phrase "get my steps in." Oh, <laughs> it's called walking. So just fucking walk. Don't don't make it a thing. I gotta go. I have to get my steps in. You 
You mean you're going to go for a walk? Well, no, I've got to get my steps in. You're, you're going to walk. How, how are you going to get your steps walk. in? Well, I'm, I'm going to walk. Exactly! Yeah. Um, can we that. cancel Coldplay? Yeah. I mean, they kind of cancel themselves in certain <laughs> circles, I think. I want to cancel um, fucking uh, reality talent shows. The Voice, America's Got Talent. Um, all of those. Just American Idol. Yes, that was the one. I couldn't think of it. I was like, what's the first one that was garbage? Yeah. Um, the Masked Singer? Oh, that's the top of the list. I want to go in personally and cancel that. Uh, I'm going to use Menstrata's tampoon to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure um, you start with Jenny McCarthy because she's anti-vax. I just... Yeah. Okay, look, of all of them, I do enjoy America's Got Talent because it's not just a singing competition. But I don't think singers should be allowed on that. That's what The Voice is for. That's what American Idol is for. That's what the fucking mass singer is for. Um, uh, so you think you can dance? Get rid of that. <gasps> I love that show. Exactly why I need talented to be canceled. people on it, though. Um, yeah, uh, just get rid of them all. Put put something good on. Reboot Perry Mason. <laughs> the old people will watch TV again. <laughs> they do. They watch Fox. Yeah, but if we put Perry Mason back on, they wouldn't watch Fox anymore. Yeah, it'd be on Fox. <laughs> Cold case just isn't pulling those numbers anymore. <laughs> yep. Tucker Carlson would play Perry Mason. There's your uh, Perry Mason moment. There's your Perry Mason moment. Codes are planted. Uh, Okay, that was that was the best uh, court case I've seen since the last time I watched Law and Order. (laughs) (laughs) Shit's wild, man. This the news lately has just been like the last couple weeks. I'm just like, shit is wild. Yeah. That's the we, only phrase I can think of to describe. Okay, so you have to explain culture. this to me because I I got into TV news in November of 2019. And yes, the world was crazy leading up to November of 2019, but mm-hmm. really it kicked into overdrive early 2020 and we haven't oh, got yeah. off the sea ticket ride since. Yeah. Problem is, I am completely desensitized to it. The crazy fucking world we live in is just normal to me. There is nothing anymore that shocks me when it happens. It's like the craziest shit could happen or break, or we start getting, you know, emails from the network. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, of course that's happening. Sure, that's cool. When I say, when I say like shit's wild, I don't mean like I'm shocked. I just mean like. I I said this a few weeks ago. I am sick of living, living history. Yeah. Like everything that is going on is going down in history books and it's going to be taught in 20, 30, 40 years. They're going to be whole. What the uh, fuck was wrong with that decade? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I was talking to Ryan about that. It's like, if we have kids, you know, there's a, there's a, a, you know, cause I had to go home and be like, what was it like to live through this? Or what was it like to da 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 And our kids are going to come to us and be like, what was it like to live through the Trump presidency? Well, let me, well, let me tell you some shit. Pull up a seat. Let me get the whiskey and cigar. Whiskey and I'll tell you. Yeah. What was it like to live through the last couple of years of the United States of America? Yeah. What was it like to witness the downfall of your democracy? Yeah. I bet that was like when Rome fell. <laughs> that is the craziest to me. Uh, through, out of everything we're seeing, it's the the just the idea that we could be living in the last days of democracy in this country. Seriously, it's like at this point, it's like, okay, where do you guys want to expatriate? <laughs> where, where, what country have you picked? Mexico. <laughs> oh, fuck Mexico. No. Ireland. Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind one of the Nordic countries just because mm. they'd have that high oh, yeah. happiness um, index. Ryan has I friends in Norway, Norway, so Norway, Denmark, Norway. Yeah, yeah. They, Iceland, right. I think, requires uh, companies to have fifty percent uh, female like CEOs, like like the top Perfect. half have to be yep. female. And go to Scotland because now women get, have yeah. free uh, menstrual yep. care or Scotland. menstrual products. Yeah, I had Scotland I had a step to equality. A couple of friends that well, one of them I worked with in radio in Seattle, and it was him and his wife and his family. And a year and a half ago, they expatriated to Canada completely. Yeah. Like truly, they they went in. They're working on their citizenship. They, they're this yeah and it, they they they're becoming canadian and they love it i am so every time they post on facebook <laughs> i'm so jealous it's just yeah they it, you mean it, you can go to the doctor without having to get a second mortgage well, canada oh, was God, yeah canada was my first choice but then you told me uh something about like it's hard to get a job there if you're not well, canadian you- Right. If you if you are coming in, you have to prove if you, if you are not Canadian, you have to prove that you are more skilled than any other Canadian for that position. Wow. And it's it's subjective. I mean, mm-hmm. there are the companies can go. Yes, this particular set of skills because of their time in the United States puts them head and shoulders above somebody that's Canadian. But but it is more difficult to do that. But Fuck it, I'll try. Jesus Christ. The company I work for has a headquarters in Canada, so. Boom. <laughs> I'll just See, stay with the company was, I work with. <laughs> I can go to Mexico and buy up an entire resort and just live there. Yeah. Because it's so cheap to live yeah, there. Yeah, but cartels and beheadings. And I thought about that and, and I figured it's... I can just allow the cartels to move their drugs through my resort. Until the other you. cartel goes, hey, quit letting that cartel through. And yeah. I'll just go, hey, you can come on through too. I don't care. I'll, I'll be like the, the uh, hotel in, in John Wick, where it's yeah. like, no <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. So, and Travis, if things don't work out in Canada, you will have your own little hacienda right on the beach. Yeah, fuck that. The fridge it doesn't work stopped. out in Canada. I'm probably coming back to the states, <laughs> or 
or heading overseas. I wouldn't mind New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand would be awesome. There. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, everything I've seen about their government and how they treat their people, they, they really have their shit together. And mm -hmm. they don't have any of the deadly shit that Australia has. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to no. say, you will, you will try to go to New Zealand, but you'll get forestalled in Australia and you'll be stuck there. Oh, then I'm heading to Mexico where it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> cartels every deadly creature on earth <laughs> give me the cartels <laughs> pablo escobar or a huntsman spider hey pablo how's it going <laughs> again you, you can just come work at my no man's land hotel yep the cartels will come in but no one does anything because hey this is sacred land and if you mess with us we will call in menstruata I just so I, how big of a coffin do you need? <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that out of the way early, right? Take your measurements. I, I guess at the it door. depends how many pieces they find of you. Right. If they find them, yeah. yeah. I those vultures I, act real quick. So beyond be the way that Canada's set up, I just I want to I want to go to a society that's nice to one another. Yeah. I just I just want to I want to be able to wave hi to strangers and they don't freak out and they wave high back and it's just you know courteous people and and yeah and we just I, the, the, and, and we may have talked about this in a previous podcast but the last time i can remember that felt like a good time and i may be romanticizing it but the 90s the 90s felt very light you know, our president got a blowjob, and that's why we were trying to impeach him, right? It was <laughs> like, that was it. Other, we, The internet had started and then busted and then started again. And it, fuck, don't even get me started on the music. But it was also a decade where we didn't have a formal enemy. Our enemies were our domestic terrorists like Timothy McVeigh and, and the Unabomber. But, but we, we had pretty much made peace with Russia. Russia was still, they hadn't completely given over to, to Putin's clan and the, the oligarchies and the mafia. You know, Iraq was like, you know, we had gone in the one time, it didn't finish the job, but it was like over in like three weeks, you know. Iran saber rattled a little bit, but but we weren't we weren't afraid of any sort of annihilation. And and I think that from from the you know really the nineties until 9-11, it was a better, lighter time. Or at I feel least like it even, felt like it. I feel like even socially it was too. There was a lot more acceptance. There was a lot yeah. more like the people were coming out, people were just starting to be open and free with themselves too, and yeah. feeling safe doing so. Yeah. Well, yeah, the biggest I, I think the biggest issue in the 90s, or, or at least it started to be was was the issue of gay marriage. And for the most part, everyone was like, yeah, sure, whatever. It, yeah. it, it got politicized the closer it got to becoming, you know, legalized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember it, it, it was a step. And, you know, he got he got criticized for not going all the way, but it was Clinton that, that basically did don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. And he, he could not politically take it the full step. 
he knew that yeah that, that the country was not ready for the full step yet but without don't ask don't tell it wouldn't have progressed right it, mm -hmm. it's it's all the little steps the incremental moments that that lead us to to where we are now i mean look, uh, it, fucking oregon in 96 we 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 legalized medicinal cannabis and that's you know it the that movement started then everything in the 90s. got real chill yeah. <laughs> uh, still the 90s in portland but yeah. but glaucoma shot way up it yeah. was weird yeah but we, you know, we also you know in portland we had we had pretty much stemmed we had a bad gang problem in the late 80s and super early 90s but we stemmed that Really, back then, it was the anarchists. We were afraid of the anarchists coming to town and breaking windows. And that was that was it in Portland. It was... I remember feeling safe in the 90s in Portland. And yeah, we, you know, we're younger and we feel more immortal and we feel like, you know, mm -hmm. we put ourselves in stupider situations, I guess. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it didn't have... It didn't feel spontaneously dangerous. And everywhere you turn right now feels, you know, you're scanning for that dude who's on the bad meth yeah. or, you know, that group of teen kids who know nothing's going to fucking happen to them. So they do whatever the fuck they want. And, and there just is, yeah, it just feels so out of control now. And, and, and the last time I felt like it wasn't was the 90s. The 80s sucked. The 2000s sucked. The 2010s, eh. The, I mean, the housing bubble thing destroyed everything. So, you know, but, but now it's just, you're right. It's, it's, it's absolute craziness. It's stuff that if, if we could have gone back in time to our 90s selves and said, Fucking enjoy the shit out of this, cause well, just best in Trump, man. And then we're gonna have like yeah, a two-year plague. And could you stuff. even imagine, even even in the early 2010s, could you even imagine something like January 6th happening? Could you even imagine someone like Trump being president? Okay, oh. so could I imagine it happening? The dude was a reality star. Maybe, but could I? It would have a totally different outcome. It would not have been the January 6th that we experienced. If if a crowd tried to bum rush the Capitol in the 90s or even the early 2000s, they would have been cut down by National Guardsmen. Post 9-11, there was no yeah. fucking way. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, I mean, this was all set up to divide and conquer. And, you know, not to get political here, but the fact that storied Republicans who have stood up to the Trump administration are now falling one after the other mm -hmm. to Trump endorsed Republican candidates is terrifying. Yeah. I agree. At the same time, it's like, fine, eat your fucking own because you fucked up so bad with your Supreme court overturning Roe v. Wade that all your Trump endorsed candidates are going to get their ass handed to them in November. And then the Republican party is going to have a real problem on their hands because they're not going to know 
if they're true Republicans or Trump Republicans. Mm-hmm. And and the, here come the Democrats. And yeah, so, I go ahead. Here here is my worry. I I'm not I'm not so much worried about Trump running anymore. I'm actually more worried about DeSantis. Because that guy mm-hmm. is Trump, but smart. He's just as scary. He's yeah. actually scarier. Yeah, I'd because agree. he is a politician. He knows how to play the game, but he's not. Unlike Trump, he's not. Who who you see is who he is, and he is the worst kind of person. Um, and there's a real contention between him and Trump now. Like Trump knows DeSantis could beat him in Republican primaries for president, provided that uh, DOJ doesn't hand him uh, his ass first. I don't know if you can <laughs> run from president for president from prison, but okay. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think. Right I mean, now, there's technically no law no against, against it. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. What state was I it mean, where someone was on the ballot in prison? Uh, Robert um, Byrd, for, I thought. For yeah, a local. Those, yeah, it was one of those. It was like a big name. And he'd been like the incumbent for like decades and went to prison and ran and I think won from prison. But isn't isn't yeah, one right. of the charges on the FBI's thing if if they they go after him for it, he can't hold office? Like that's one of the, yeah. the espionage charge. Yeah. That yeah. might disqualify you from running for office. I, I believe if you have a felony, you can't be any federal elected to any federal office yeah. either. Yeah. And doesn't he right now there's like potentially three, at least three cases? So he, he also made one of those cases against him worse by <laughs> changing the law it's from a, a year to a five year sentence, which turns yeah. it into a felony. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, most it's likely not theirs. No, it's I, mine. The the rumblings I'm hearing and the rumblings that that kind of freak me out is that the the Republican Party is very divided right now, which yay for us. Yeah. But there's there's the Trump people, and now there's a growing contingent for DeSantis, especially after what he's done in Florida. I think there's gonna be a swing towards. DeSantis and uh, given the rally that happened in Arizona where DeSantis was a guest, I think Trump was too, but they weren't on stage together. Um, DeSantis actually rallied Trump's people around him. So. Well, he's also a contingency for those who are ride or die for Trump. It's just like, yeah, Trump, but yeah, I'll vote for this guy. Yep. Yeah. Trump light. He talks yeah. like Trump and he gets stuff done and, and you know, starting by getting rid of them gays. So, yeah, I, DeSantis is the one I'm worried about. And right now, I don't think Democrats have anyone. They don't have anyone that I don't think Biden's going to run again. No, but Kamala will. I mean, but she's that, been so quiet these last couple because of years. She's kind of. Just keep it. He didn't head down. want to overshadow Biden. Biden was the choice, right? And you, the 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 right has already tried to make Biden look incompetent, old, feeble. Mm-hmm. The more you start turning up the volume on Kamala, the more it makes it look like 
she's stepping in because Biden can't do the job. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, and that's something I didn't think about. From a standpoint, they're probably just trying to say, hey, let's, let's try to make sure that Biden stays presidential. Do your magic behind the scenes. But when it's your time, it'll be your time. And I think that when it is her time, she'll be, you know, a candidate that will be hard to say bad things about. It's like you were the Veep. It was, you know, you. but let's see what you can do in the big golfs. Yeah, um, I, it's like I said, that's something I hadn't considered just because like as a woman, I'm disappointed that she's so quiet. Yeah, yeah and I especially mean, after Roe v. Wade, she took a lot of uh, what I felt were like she she never really answered the question on how she felt about it right and every time she was pressed on it she kind of like like took a step back well and that to me kind of felt like look this is the perfect time not only as a democrat but as a woman to to say something to make your your opinion heard and i'm wondering if she didn't because even the though DNC told her not to yeah the dnc yeah. is grooming her and the dn and she ha- is listening to the dnc because they're the kingmakers and they are keeping her quiet because if she doesn't have an opinion you can't you can't use it against her right if if she's a little coy about these answers if she's not really in the forefront that when it is time for her to run you're not seeing all of that used against her. And I'm not saying it's the right strategy because I, I so disagree with how the DNC has rolled over the past, mm-hmm. really since, since the Obama administration, yeah. right? Yeah. After the Obama administration, what they did to Bernie Sanders was yeah. unconscionable and, and, and backfired on us. And, and really it's the DNC's fault on that because they yep. were so adamant about hillary clinton they promised it to hillary it's it's well known that they promised it to hillary back when obama won they they basically said look uh this guy's getting he's getting the notice and we want to win so we're gonna back him but you know what it's you next time yep and that's that's what happened when he 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 was out of office she ran and it it and it backfired and and i think that they are trying whatever they think is the right approach for Kamala on this. And, you know, one of the things that I bet that they have tested, that they have polling numbers on, mm-hmm. is are, are citizens, do citizens want their political leaders ever present on all your social media platforms constantly in front constantly that's a good or point are we sick and tired of it after the trump administration and and those polling numbers probably said no we could kind of use them in the background for a while so again yeah, i think a, yeah. it's you know i think that she personally probably would love to be out front and would love to be outspoken especially after roe v wade and mm-hmm. and do all of those things and honestly, it probably would have been politically the smarter play. But Democrats, Democrats play safe. And, and that, that and burns why they, I, I think that's why, why they we lose. lose. Yeah. Right. Because right now, the fucking Republicans are playing fast and loose, and it's working. And 
how, how do you how do you combat that as uh, with the Democrats? And 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 again, so I think that that's you know they're quietly grooming Kamala. It, it, you know they've probably been grooming her, knowing that with Biden's age that she's a heartbeat away from that office and Mm -hmm. we've got to protect you because at any second you could have to do that oath of office and we want to make sure that you know you're ready for it and the the people are cool with it and yeah so it's it's politics and it sucks and it's not i don't think it's helping so we got just a couple minutes left Uh, i want to go around quickly and and i just want to ask everyone what they hope to see come November, moving into 2023, because we're not that far away from the elections. Um, I think I got my ballots already. Um, so I just I just kind of want to, what would you like to see happen this election cycle, this midterm election cycle moving forward? Samantha? I would like to see record turnout for POCs and females. I think we're going to get it because it's been upticking every single cycle since uh, 2016. So I want to see huge turnout. I hope that the Democrats stay angry about Roe versus Wade and all that shit and actually fucking show up to vote so that we can get a majority in the Senate and keep the majority in the House and actually get some shit done in the next two years so that we can prepare so that we can't have another fucking Trump. Mm-hmm. Bryce, you and I are on the same page because my thought is uh, I want Democrats to take over so they cannot use the excuse anymore of we don't have the numbers. Yep. I want to see them uh, get rid of the filibuster. I want to yep. see them codify. We need a majority, nuke the filibuster, pack I want to the courts, codify uh, uh, gay marriage, Reprodu- reproductive uh, rights, gay marriage, exactly. All of that. And I want them to do all the shit with um, economic equality that they've been talking about. Yep. Tax Travis. tax the fucking ultra rich. Um, uh, I'm going to do one federal and one local. Federally, I would love it if the fucking Democrats got a backbone and passed federal cannabis reform. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really, I really think that it is time. Do it before you don't have another chance. And we have just countries work. to look to to see how that works. Exactly. And, they, the, and, Canada, and there's huge example, money in it. There's fun, huge money exactly. In there's it. huge tax revenue in there. Uh, yeah. And and right now, I mean, Oregon's cannabis industry is actually teetering on collapse because we are oversupplied. Oversaturated, right? We yeah. need we need to be able to 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 have interstate commerce, and yep. we can supply the entire East Coast and brand our weed as Oregon weed like we do with wine and and craft beer. And I think that so federally, that's what I hope for. Locally, I hope to God that Betsy Johnson doesn't split the vote and allow fucking Christine Drazon to become the governor of Oregon. But I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. That that Betsy and Tina Kotek are going to split the Democratic vote and it'll be just enough to allow Christine Drazon to get more votes than the other two and become the next governor of the state of Oregon. And then, guys, we're fucked. Yeah. So. There's a lot riding on November. It's oh. scary. It's really scary. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Vote, 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 vote. Yep. Honestly, depending on the turnout, I, I really feel like if it swings 
if it swings right, we're done. We are definitely going to lose democracy. Yeah. In two more years. Yep. Yeah. The Republicans have all but stated we're going to dismantle this. I think then you really do start looking at certain states talking about secession, joining up. You know, people start looking at the Cascadia movement a little closer and and you might see redrawn borders, you know, after that. Canada, Uh, take the West Coast. We're we're ready. Yeah, pretty much. And honestly, I, I would say let's not have Canada do that, but let's let us take the West Coast and British Columbia and form its own nation mm-hmm. um, all the way up to Alaska and, and just say, hey, this is this is a country now. And let's see if we can get Bernie Sanders to, to uh, emigrate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Name him the first prime minister of Cascadia. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, guys, this has been a fantastic show. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, let's do it again next week. What do you say? Sounds good. Sounds good. Awesome. Bye. You guys have a fantastic week. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. There are so many places for you to find us outside of www.notanotherpodcast.com. For instance, you can find us on Facebook at Not Another Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at www.notanotherpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also find me, Samantha Stark, on Twitter at SamanthaStark3. And you can find James on Twitter as well under James Spooky, spelled with an I-E, not a Y. And you wanted it. You asked for it. You got it. You can also find us now on iTunes under, you guessed it, Not Another Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Not Another Podcasters.